spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Gatos and Chad Show, Alley Party in for Gatos. He'll be back on Monday from what we understand if he doesn't get COVID. Oh, my God. Really spoke that one into existence. I'm sure he's going to appreciate that. You know him. Allie Vettner's former, you know, uh, she's a Swifty. We were talking about that earlier because you went to the concert. You called in for us. But, you know, Gatos has a little fear of of everything. And when it it comes to stuff like that. So you never know. But uh, every one of you listening, I think you guys do this because I do. I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, No, I think you do. Do you engage in, I said LARPing, productivity theater? Because the average worker says, well over 10 hours of work, they appear so they appear to be busy. You're holding papers in your hand, shuffling stuff. But Here the comes the, by, yeah. and yes. you're like... Yeah, so, and they're saying, yes, they're feigning productivity because, well, now they're really ramping it up because people are starting to get laid off. They include such tasks as attending too many meetings, right? Responding to emails unnecessarily quickly, engaging in what they call productivity, uh, LARPing. They're LARPing their job. So here's the deal. When you work in an office and you have a computer in front of you all day, how easy is it for you to get distracted? And or how easy is it for you to finish your work early and you're done with work and you're just trying to sit there until the clock hits five and you're like, I'm just going to stay busy. But then somebody walks by and you got to act like you're working. Yeah. That, see, that is it's so... Shouldn't well, you leave work when you're done working, but then are you working on your next project, but then you're being too productive, and then are you being punished and not paid enough for being overly productive? No, see, then that's when we get into the, the quiet quitting and the bare minimum Mondays where, you know, I'm only getting paid for X amount of hours, but I'm doing this amount of work, and uh, it is... Well, in this create, we created this problem, and by we... I mean, the COVID. Chinese. When, Chinese when there was a, the, the COVID that made us all work from home and we all, you know, your work day started when you rolled out of bed and you logged on and you got your work done, but then you were done and then you're like, now I'm watching TV. Now I'm doing this, but I'm going to, you know, attach a string to my mouse so it looks like I'm online, but you're getting your work done. Now, do you work from home still? Every once in a while. I mean, it's like I'm remote, so it's like I'm literally out and about, running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But sometimes, yes, I do work from home. And I did, I I talked to this uh, before the show, the fact that I'm probably more productive at home. Because when I'm in the office, it's like I'm getting distracted. Everyone's asking me questions. I'm going and helping everyone with whatever project. And then I just get sucked into something else. But meanwhile, my to-do list hasn't had anything checked off it. See, that's that. I, I can get why, you know, if you're disciplined enough to do it from home, I, I, I could see why it is. But at work, I mean, yeah, I mean, everybody's had a job where it's like, man, there's just not enough to do. I can I can sympathize with that, but I can also like when I was here and I was reporting and my schedule was 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., they counted on me for live reports at top and bottom of the hour. And so I wasn't going to leave early because they needed me to go to live at three o'clock. And that's like technically the last second of my day. So I would still be here. But my stories were all filed for the day. So it's Yeah, too- let's spit this out right now. So everybody's listening here. So everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. So you'd be done early. You know, like, I better figure out what I'm doing here. because Pretty gonna- much. Yeah. And so I would, you know, work ahead for stories the next day and get prepared and already work out, work on reaching out to other sources for stories and work ahead. And that's something I would always pride myself in. So the next day, today's Thursday, I knew as a reporter coming in on Friday morning, at least two of my stories. 
Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. I, I, I used to work places where we would pretend all day. Blockbuster? Did you work at Blockbuster? No, no. That would have been a great job to <laughs> I have, Because I could see you working at Blockbuster. Yeah, I did work at a video store, but it wasn't Blockbuster. Uh. It was uh, Olympic video. All right. But, no, there were... The, it, it was it was funny. I worked at this this place, and uh, I was in the daytime, and it was almost like it was horrible. They did computer... This is back in the day when computers were just starting to take off. You wouldn't understand I was going to say, did they have that dial-up thing that people talk about? Mm, yeah, <laughs> kind of, kidding. basically. It was like one of those things. And they would sell computer like you could come learn how to be a Microsoft Word, you know, uh, engineer or Microsoft, you know, all these things they thought. And you'd have to make phone calls that day. And I, I was so, it was so awful that, you know, and they would look at how long you were on the phone and I would, Uh, I would learn, back in the day, I would call like, uh, I would know numbers to call where I could just sit there and just leave it on there for like two hours and it looked oh like, oh, Chad was on the phone for like seven hours and he's Look, doing a great job. So that was your way of LARPing at yeah. work. So I feel like... Movie phone. We, we, <laughs> we talked about this earlier. So like we're talking about desk jobs, if you will, you know, like how to stay busy. You're going and pretending you're making files and you're just like ruffling papers, whatever. But say you work in like construction or something, you don't get to pretend that you're working. I mean, are you going to pretend to you know go dig a hole are you going to pretend to go hammer something maybe look Pablo what you got there I'm going to leave a tool in the truck so I have to go get one every time yeah leave the tool in the truck and then the walk just gets longer and longer and then maybe you like hide behind the truck and then they're like wait where'd Pablo go yeah that's right or you're like I can't find it I don't know what I did with it oh (laughs) sucks man or you know I always wanted to be the guy that holds the stop sign or says slow oh yeah they pay that guy like 25 bucks an hour slow down (laughs) slow those guys had to fight for that right oh man that guy gets to do oh gee steve gets to do the slow sign today well, <laughs> yeah, do they get to switch off how does that work i think you switch off right i would i would assume so like well, you guys don't know i never see the same one twice so cause we have them by our house right now because they're doing all the stuff and i go by there and it's just always the big guys standing there with the slow he looks just <laughs> so defeated and i love it uh all right uh the zone you know what the zone is obviously uh, it is a place where the homeless are. Apparently, the homeless, and and, we're, and again, let's go back to what the difference between homeless and the people that people are struggling. Eh, yeah, they got priced out of the market, stuff like. And and the actual people that are down at the zone, the zone is supposedly shrinking. They're six days away from having to clear that thing out. But I still see a lot of people down there because I've seen some of the pictures. And what happens in six days? That's the question. Well, and you you kind of alluded to it talking about. Is it people experiencing homelessness? Is it people that are choosing homelessness? Like, how do you how do you decipher those things? And you offer them resources, and are people going to take them, or are they not? Yeah, because there's rules. You can't do drugs because this is a drug rehab. If 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 you go and you offer them something and they refuse it, what can you do? Well, that's and that was the 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 whole thing about this lawsuit was. It, the lawsuit that originally took place that, that allowed people to be camping anywhere was in Idaho. And they said, well, you can't, it's not illegal to be homeless. This judge says it's not illegal to be homeless if you don't have an opportunity to have services. If services are offered to you, and you're refusing, you're them. refusing them, then it can become illegal because you're choosing not to accept the opportunity to 
go to rehab, to stay in a shelter. You're to choosing have instead. A roof over your yeah. head. Yeah. But there is that problem too that you know maybe there isn't enough shelters. I know that's been a discussion. And are are they full? Are people they don't feel safe? You know that. This is a, a very layered issue. It is. But the drugs are a massive problem in certain areas. And they're starting and they're fanning out. We were talking today. I get off here on Glendale. All of the bus stops in the morning have people sleeping in the bus stops. And a couple of them have a couple people and saw one today. He had that, that what, what do you call it? The sway, right, Pablo? The, the, the super high sway where, you know. Oh, no. The fentanyl slump. Oh, gosh. You could totally tell. And, you know, there was a couple camped out in front of the Walgreens down the street. And I'm just like, well, it's and, spreading. And we're talking about it heating up. Like, what's going to happen? We have X amount of people that are without shelter. And it's going to be 115 soon. And, you know, the sidewalks are going to get hot. Are they going to feel that? Like, are, No, because they're I, all hooked up on drugs. They have know, no idea. But, you know, the, Joe, our buddy the uh, down there at the... Uh, uh, sandwich shop said they have so much food they get water you go out and you give them water and the next day there's bottles everywhere well, full they throw and, them on the that, ground they and don't that care. is so frustrating to me because it's like you you roll down your window you're hard working you're giving somebody a sandwich and they just throw it away yeah they don't care they don't care and that big shows you what what you're dealing with you can't giving them a place to stay they're not going to understand or be able to deal with it uh ali in for gatos this week remember score a lot of tickets to town sun playoff tickets just text ticket to 411923 register and listen for your name during the 7 a.m that's tomorrow 11 a.m again tomorrow 4 p.m this afternoon for your chance to qualify for tickets for game three and four which steve will say will be the last to see the suns take on the nuggets tomorrow night that's ticket to 411923 he did say that i don't support that steve is being negative i'm not hoping that's the case i'm just trying to be realistic about it you said it He's very, but you're very realistic, Stephen. I, I agree with you. Apparently, Broomhead I'm told, not. Broomhead told me he's like, I want to get out to a Suns game. I was like, you better hurry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, coming up. Speaking of the Suns, we got the halftime shows. Wow, that's all I have to say to that. It's the Gators Chat Show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, Big Q, every single day, uh, young Steve filling in for uh, Gatos this week, talks to Big Swole, Mike Broomhead. What's the Q today? Yeah, so I saw this out of Texas. A proposed bill in Texas would require the Ten Commandments to be posted in all public classrooms around the state. So the question, not really a question, that is a good idea or bad idea? Mm-mm. I would say, well, it's a separation of church and state. So that's a bad idea. Uh, but, uh, oh man, I took the polls 50, 50, basically. Yeah. That's that? maybe a little bit surprising. Uh, well, you know what? We need discipline to get back to it, was, but there's a lot more commandments than just 10. They just pick, well, they just went with the best. We'll let you guys know that. <laughs> I think my biggest issue is just promoting one religion over all others. And the fact that the state would be doing this. I don't really like that. I mean, the First Amendment to the Constitution literally provides the freedom of religion. And while this doesn't make you participate in Christianity, it certainly promotes it over all the others. It's a theme. There's yeah, there's no doubt about that. But you know, it's uh, people say, well, we're founded by Christians and in a Christian society, which is true. But one they nation also, under God, yeah, baby. one nation under God. We've got you know, we but we're also this is not something that we should have in inside of our because you know we've how many of these things have we had every year? Somebody puts ten commandments in front of a courthouse and they take it away. And but it's so funny because you go to a court, what do they make you swear on? The Bible. 
Yeah. So it's like, it's such a, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing that we have, this bizarre dance of, of religion, in particular Christianity and, and government. Well, I feel like it's, we've gotten ourselves in this situation where now we're hiding Bibles in refrigerators at work <laughs> and like things like that, where it's She's like, we, we were once a society and country that was founded on these things and it still has its themes in what we talk about with one nation being under God, but yet we're also in this woke society where we don't get to talk about that at the no, same time. No, and you're supposed to. And, and so for, it's like two two extremes. And for, and for those of you not keeping score, go look at all modern societies. We're all founded in some way, shape, or form uh, using many of the tenets you find in, in the Bible and stuff. And it's But you can't talk about that, but this shouldn't be there. There could be a happy medium, you know, like it doesn't necessarily need to like be there. But at the same time, like you're going to have these people that are forcing this upon someone. Meanwhile, then you're going to have something else forced. It's like the cancel culture. We, you can't cancel anyone. But the second you do something bad, we're going to cancel. Yeah, like Twisted Sister today. D. Schneider. He came out in support of Paul Stanley. For those who know, he's in a band called Kiss. They're on their farewell tour for the 80th time. And <laughs> he said that this woke, crazy world of of people having, uh, you know, these kids that are being rushed through gender, you know, the, oh, gender confirming care. The, he said, look, it's, it's a fad and it needs to stop and we need to. And uh, what's his name comes out, who has been very much a lefty, uh, D. Schneider of Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. And he says, you know, I agree with you. And they kicked him off the pride thing. They, they took away, we're not going to take it as the pride song in San Francisco. And they told him he can't perform there anymore. Like that, because he's now transphobic. That's the insanity of which it's we got to stop this, for God's sakes. Take the poll. Is there also something to be said for the Ten Commandments not really being applicable in schools? I mean, I'm reading through some of them, right? Like, no other God above me is rule number one. Well, that's already pretty un-American because we accept people of all faiths. Thou shalt not kill. Uh, That's applicable, except it's the state. (laughs) Just, Just checking. Some states, many states have the death penalty. Yeah. Um, where the state executes people for their crimes. And Texas being the one where, as Ron White put it so eloquently, in our state, if you kill someone, they kill you right back. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they got an express lane in his state. <laughs> like, it's one of them is Sunday is the day you go to church. Yeah. Except tons of people go to church on Saturdays or Mondays or, or Wednesdays. Yeah, or online. So yeah. a lot of these aren't even really applicable, yeah. especially to a school environment. Yeah. I don't well, know why we need to have it in our classrooms. Well, I know. We're too busy worrying about pronouns. So, so I'm always worried about pronouns. No, Maybe we just like, worry about education in general. I would like to see, what was it yesterday, civics, the civics thing, how bad we are at civics and history. We need to get back to just learning about things, math, reading, history, civics. Uh, at this point, I'll take driver's ed. Let's see how we're doing with that. True. I mean, we, there's a struggle. There's an absolute struggle there. Uh, Allie in for Gatos. Uh, coming up. Oh, we're going to do it. We're, are you... Uh, Heidi, are you ready? I'm so excited. All right, she's excited. I don't know if that's real or not, but it's going to be awesome. I, it, it felt, it's very it felt real. forced. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm you in have the big to put up with Chad all the time. You're in the big I, leagues I can't now. imagine. This is right. You're in AAA now, so be prepared <laughs> for this. This is going to be a big time. So uh, we're going to hold up the headlines with Heidi today coming up. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app, your breaking news and traffic, now. All right, we do it every single day at this time. We hold up the headlines. Uh, normally, it's Becky Lynn, but we got a hiding date. She's ready to rock and roll. Let's do it. 
Arizona Senator Mark Kelly is talking about the state, how the state is handling investments from the CHIPS Act. KTAR's Brandon King has more on what the senator had to say. Yeah, Heidi, in his keynote address at a conference in Indiana, Senator Kelly emphasized the pandemic supply chain issues that made the CHIPS Act necessary. We developed this $52 billion bipartisan plan to support the construction of the most advanced semiconductor manufacturing facilities right here in the United States. Kelly said he was proud of the progress on Intel's new Chandler factory set to open next year. Their two new factories are going to create high-paying jobs that you can actually raise a family on. And he added that Taiwan Semiconductor's investments in Arizona are now up to $40 billion in total. Brandon King, KTR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, yeah, we need this more than ever, especially with China getting ready to evade Taiwan sooner rather than later. And uh, we need the chips here. It's great to have great paying jobs here. Uh, but uh, it's still going to take away a, a ways to get this stuff up and to train people. Because there's a reason that Taiwan has 90% of the chip manufacturing that's done there because they understand how these things work. And it became nothing but increasingly clear that we clearly needed them during the pandemic and that now we still are suffering from not having them produced enough. And we're trying desperately to compete, but yet our washing machine breaks at home and we have to throw out a brand new washing machine because the chip was just done. That's absolutely appalling. We're holding up deadlines. At some point, the math is going to win. The math always wins. Arizona U.S. Representative David Schweikert is calling on his fellow representatives to find a solution before funding for Medicare and Social Security runs out. He tweeted today that the president has made this conversation, quote, toxic. We, the folks who are seeing the real math, we need to drag our brothers and sisters back to being willing to have the morality of this discussion. This follows his comments after President Biden's February State of the Union, where he criticized the administration's lack of communication. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys this. There's a reason that, that, that France is the way it is right now. It's called math. At the end of the day, I've said it forever and ever, math always wins because when we do not, we're going to run out sooner than people think when it comes to Social Security and Medicare and we had people on the Republican side stand up at the at the at the speech that night and say, we're not going to cut any of this. We're not going to do any things. Well, you better figure out how to save it or otherwise nobody gets anything. Well, what? Yeah. What's the plan? What's this has been sustained? How are we going to change this? How are we going to make this work for us? So we don't experience what they're experiencing. It's there is no plan. And when you know, it's the old saying, right? If, if you fail to plan, plan the fail. And I the reason that France is the way it is, they ran out of money last year. They went broke and they were able to move some stuff around to keep them alive. And then they told everybody, you're going to have to work a little bit longer. Yeah, and of course, that's the nightmare. Extended the, the age. Yeah. You have to work to 62 now. I don't want to work to 60. I don't even want to work to 61. <laughs> Hold up the headlines. The city of Tempe is looking to provide more shelter space for people experiencing homelessness. And that includes the possibility of purchasing a failing hotel or motel. KTAR's Luke Forstner is live in the news center with the story. Well, Heidi, the city already did something similar when it purchased the roadway in on Apache Boulevard and renamed it to Sus Espacio, which can currently accommodate and provide services to around 80 people. That hotel was sort of very run down, and you would think initially that a lot of the people who live in that neighborhood would say, we don't really want the city operating a facility of this kind next to our neighborhood. Instead, Tempe Mayor Corey Woods says residents embraced its mission, with some seeing it as an improvement, adding another motel 
could increase the city's capacity by up to 60 rooms. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. How do you guys go to a hotel owner and say, hey, your hotel sucks and nobody (laughs) likes it and you're not making any money, so let us buy it off you for dirt cheap. So I... There's so many, there's there's pros and cons to this. Yeah. You have a place for them to go. You're sheltering people. It's affor- affordable housing in a sense. You're getting people off the streets. But there's also other concerns. You want to talk about if a certain neighborhood, this neighborhood, it sounds like they embraced it and they were okay with it. There's other neighbors that are probably going to be pissed about it. If I have a hotel next to this hotel, I'm not thrilled by people wandering around aimlessly. Also, there is a lot of conversation in what that does in, you know, a certain certain demographic or area as to, you know, um, you could say medical response and or police presence and response. You know, if it's just a run of the mill hotel, you know, but all of a sudden you're going to put different people in that hotel. How often will, you know, ambulances need to be called there and certain things like that? That, Those are actually tried this in L.A. during the pandemic when all the hotels were closed Mm -hmm. and it didn't work. It didn't work. And they they trash the places. They destroy the places. Nobody stays in there. There's one off of I-17 in what? Peoria, or maybe I think they called it U.S. Vets, and it's solely dedicated to veterans that are experiencing homelessness. And it's a multi-agency kind of deal, and it is really cool. They're helping vets get back on their feet, pairing them with VA resources. That's really cool. Clearly, there it's for veterans. It's specific, but I don't know, man. I just I feel like this is they're going to try a lot of different things, and I got to be honest, I just don't think a lot of these things are going to pull off the way they want because you're dealing with human beings who have serious issues and flaws. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR News. Bacon Water Watch. Watch. Arizona has already taken big cuts from the Colorado River and more are likely ahead. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego says the city is moving forward with a plan to recycle more than 60 million gallons of wastewater per day to reduce our dependence on the Colorado River. The process includes ozone disinfection, reverse osmosis, and granular activated carbon treatment. That new technology will treat wastewater and return it to our system instead of releasing it to the Salt River or to an aquifer. The first of five public meetings on Phoenix's proposed rate increase for water and water services is tonight at 6 at Paradise Valley Community College. It's just every time we hear this, it is, you know, now that he's not here, we're going to pull, we're going to do it one day, right, guys? We're, we're going to swap his water. We're going to swap his water for uh, aqua fecal. See what is he, is he called aqua it? Fecal. Poop water. But uh, yeah, Gatos, he's not for this. I don't have a problem with it. It's going to go through enough stuff that it's going to be absolutely fine. I mean, what's worse, having like chemicals in your water or poop? I know that sounds terrible. I can't believe I even just said that. But th- that's a real it's just question. another probiotic. <laughs> All natural, baby. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what, do they t- what do they tell you? Don't take your phone to the, to, 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 yeah. to the bathroom. Right? You're playing Candy Crush, and then all of a sudden... So, I this is going to be... We need to do something, and this is a perfect thing to try, because we are not doing any... We're not doing any Reduce, of the salt water. Reuse. Recycle. There you go. She gets it. So we're holding up the headlines. Former NBA player and Suns general manager Lance Blanks is dead at 56, according to a statement from the NBA. Blanks played for the Detroit Pistons and Minnesota Timberwolves before eventually becoming the Phoenix Suns general manager in 2010. His son, Riley Blanks-Reed, called him his person his teacher, idol, and best friend. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, 56 is young. Start getting to that point uh, where you start looking around and say, people, you know, you're always like, what happened to him? Uh, But he died a 56 years young. That's not, I mean, that is not old anymore. No. It is not. So, uh, you know, this was a guy's, you know, Spurs scouting director, broadcaster, uh, and of course, uh, former uh, son's, uh, you know, GM and uh, lost today at age 56. We're holding up the headlines to it every single day. Brought to you by Carol Royce at uh, carolusbuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. So, uh, people of size, nutritional overeaters, chubbies. <laughs> Fat folk. <laughs> it's not so nice, Chad. Uh, there is a new study out that says many of you have been discriminated against at the workplace. We'll talk about that, plus our favorite story of the day. Uh, should you have to pay less money if your uh, landlord's naked? They <laughs> think this happens in Germany. We'll talk about that. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. All righty. For those of you who are nutritionally overachieved, I've been guilty of that. I was, I was telling Allie, she's in for Gators week. You know, I was playing soccer, fit as a fiddle. You know, you got the, yeah, working out all the time. There I was, you know, doing Working it, making, on your fitness. Working on my fitness. I would jog to practice. It's five miles. I'd train all day, come back. I was so fit. And I used to tell my friends all the time, man, I can't wait till I get older because I'm just going to let myself go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently that uh, it's not good for you in the workplace because uh, mm. six out of ten uh, nutritional overachievers have said they've been discriminated against, Allie. Over 70 million adults in U.S. are obese. Yes. Fatties. (laughs) (laughs) I said obese. You said fatties. What what sounds better? Obese. Obese? It's clinically proven. That sounds clinically (laughs) nutritious. I know it is. (laughs) So, but it's, you're not a protected class. You, you, right? Like I, I need to lose 30 pounds. I know that that's my thing, right? I don't need any help or any stuff and about that. And yeah, do people get, there's been study after study that beautiful people get more chances. They make more money. They also cost less money because that's the other side of it in the world of, of people being, you know, obese, uh, nutritional overachievers is they cost businesses money. They're not healthy. They miss more work. Well, and like when you get a certain job, when you're going through like an onboarding process, they ask, you know, can you walk up X amount of stairs carrying 25 pounds doing whatever? Like I've, I've, I personally have signed documents that say those types of things, despite someone once calling me chubby and that person, we already talked about it. Yeah. Tell everybody the story of the chubbiness because it also has to do with homelessness. Yeah. Um, my brother and I were tailgating at a Georgia, Georgia Tech football game in Atlanta, and we were just having a grand old time. And there was a person that may or may not have been experiencing homelessness, like milling through coolers at the tailgate, like trying to get like beer, food, whatever. And I don't know what was said. Like somebody said something and I was giggling and I was laughing with my brother and the homeless guy like turned around. And he's like, what are you laughing at, chubby? And I was like, excuse me. And of course, my brother and his friends got a kick out of it. Of course. Yeah. See? Like, defend my honor. No. 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 It's not defending your honor. But it was, uh, but were you discriminated against? Have you ever Maybe. been discriminated against on your looks? Probably. I would, I mean, I'm a young female, but I've also. But that has, has that helped you at times, too? Probably. Yeah. But I also work in like a male dominated, I would say, career field. And I have to be in positions that 
you know, I can't believe we went in the same sentence of a homeless man calling me chubby and now talking about this. That was a quick turn. But no, I do. I do think I also used to be a server back in the day. And like as a young female server, that was you could say I was treated a certain way. You probably got pawed at a lot. Yeah, it was PETA jungle. Like, yeah. it wasn't like it was like a... Oh, you didn't work at Twin Peaks or something like that? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. I do love Twin Peaks. We just talked about this. <laughs> and I do love... I, I 100% support Twin Peaks. I love their beer. It's so cold. I love their turkey, avocado smash, and sweet potato fries. But yeah, no, it doesn't matter if you're working at Twin Peaks or if you're... I mean, the outfits are different at Twin Peaks versus PETA jungle. But I still... Yeah, comments were made to me. And I would say it doesn't matter if you're working or you're at the grocery store. It could be, happen to a male or female. It probably happens more to women. Do you think you get, but you probably get more tips than males do, especially at Twin Peaks? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, don't, but, I don't know. The, it, the whole thing about this is it's looks matter. And people don't want to talk about that, but they do. Beautiful people, if, if all things are even, the tie is going to go to the beautiful. That's, they, they, they make more what money study after study. What if someone felt bad study. for someone? Then you're only given to us like the reason I hired you is because you're ugly. I don't know. Well, I now I have a couple friends who have financial companies. They will not hire pretty women because they're around. Mm. It's it's and and the ones that they do how they have now separated. So now you're because of lawsuits. They have separated the 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 male and the females well, a lot of ways. That's a problem. That is. That's a problem for you not being able to just control yourself around someone that may or may not be good or, looking. But also the fact that. There's a lot of people out there that thought, well, I don't like the way that person looked at me and I'm going straight to HR. And now you're costing money to a company. But perceive that they were saying something to you because it's like so every good looking person is going to be someone that reports you. No, because good looking people. Well, it's like anybody, right? It's like I was sexually harassed. It's it's usually also. Well, David Beckham did it. You probably would have said, well, I don't really care about that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on David Beckham. (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. They're they're. Looks matter, and I don't know about, quote-unquote, the discrimination that's out there, but I'm sure there is. There's got to be. But some of it is also based on businesses also doing the data. This person's going to cost me more money insurance. This person's going to cost me a lot more. They're going to be sick more, uh, so that's going to cost me money. It's not just about the looks, but looks play a part in life. Yeah, no, I I understand that. And I think that it's it's one of those things where it's like you said, what if someone is a protected class? And at the end of the day, like, you... It, it is unfortunate that this is where we're at. Yeah. Where, is that really what's happening? We have too many protected classes out there. And we also have too much snacks. True. I haven't stopped eating this yeah. past couple hours. I, we've got, I've got snacks outside here. A They've bucket of snacks cheese in, balls. Uh, a bucket of cheese balls. Uh, they're nutritious, very good light snacks. Uh, she is Allie for Gatos. A woman found dead hiking. We're going to talk about that. Is it a killer? Is it, it, was it somebody that was stalking her? A lot of other stuff to get to. It's the Gators and Chat Show.